TMZ has been pounding at our door because Lady Bird is in the house. Welcome, Sarah Kirk. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Curiosity sparks conversation. Conversation sparks deep thinking, and deep thinking sparks change. Join me, Sam. And me, Des. As we strike up important discussions about the world around us. Humanity has forgotten how to connect with one another. Come along with us as we tear down barriers and have honest conversations with those around us. Human beings may not always agree with one another, but, but honestly, honestly, who cares? I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. You're welcome. <laughs> For those of you who do not know, Sarah Kirk looks like, what's her name? Sorche Ronan. Sorche? Is that how you say it? Sorche, yeah. Sorche Ronan, also known as Ladybird, Mary Queen of Scots. Uh, she plays that in, in that amazing movie, Brooklyn, which is yes. funny because we're talking about movies today. Oh, that's so funny that she's an actress in movies. We're talking about I know, movies. Oh um, I saw her in I, Tanya, mm -hmm. and then in, what, she's in Suicide Squad mm -hmm. and something else. She's in so many. It's yeah, like kind of like yeah. they're like enigmas. Like yeah. they blend in yeah. so well with like their character. She really becomes her character that I totally forgot she was in it. Mm -hmm. um, so what are we talking about today? Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, is this like my yeah. Okay, we're talking about movies today. Movies! Oh. Films! The films. best. We're talking about the best movies and why they are the best oh, movies. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so Sarah, go ahead. Yeah. What's, what's your... Should we start with like all-time favorite yeah. movie or just... Okay, oh, all-time. Go ahead. Okay, this is like asking me... This is hard, okay? Yeah. I know, yeah. It is. But you know, I've done some thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would go with Drive. Have you guys heard with of that movie? Ryan Gosling? With Ryan Gosling. Oh. I have never seen this. A little backstory. This movie literally made me want to become a comm major. Oh, legit. To my major, yes. Really? It is such a beautiful film. It's very like 80s-esque. Um, he, the main character doesn't even have a name. He's just called the driver, mm -hmm. uh, made, directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. Like, this is not the driver baby thing, right? No, oh, not okay. Directed driver. by Nicholas Cage. <laughs> 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 my favorite film, my favorite film is National <laughs> Treasure 2. I was like, Sarah, I had much higher, like, expectations. I love Nicholas Cage. He's my favorite. No, no, this is, this is another level. Okay. okay. Artsy AF. Mm -hmm. I am obsessed with this movie. Mm -hmm. um, the story is beautiful. I like totally recommend that you guys watch it. Okay. Ryan Gosling is amazing. Normally, like he does those dumb little like romance things. Crazy stupid love. Crazy stupid love. Which is actually love. Like a good movie though. I like. Yeah, that movie. I actually really enjoy that movie. Mm -hmm. um, but he has been stepping it up, and he actually pairs with this director a lot, Nicholas Winding Refn. He, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, mm -hmm. so I apologize for any movie geeks out there. <laughs> Nicholas, if you're listening, <laughs> Nicholas, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, he has stepped it up and he's kind of like taken a different genre now. Is this like a modern movie? Um, it was made in 2011. Okay. It's more modern, but it's very, like, like I said, it's very 80s. So he okay. drives getaway cars at night during the day. He drives getaway cars for movies. Mm. So you get taken through his story and he gets into a little trouble, you know, he falls in love. Of course. It's very good. I... I would also say, like, the entire soundtrack is beautiful. Mm. Super 80s, like, synth pop. Mm. Wonderful. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We love. We stand a synth pop moment. 
That's really funny because, okay, so my favorite, here's the thing. Yeah, what's your favorite movie, yeah. Sam? Okay, well, I was like, well, my favorite, like, oh my gosh, like, my favorite movie is the original Beauty and the Beast. However, oh, like, for the like, conversation's sake, my favorite movie of all time is La La Land with mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling, again, oh, and Emma yes. Stone. Mm-hmm. And I love this She's movie. incredible. And this is going to spark some really good conversation right now because okay. the reason I'm a huge fan of this movie is the reason why Des doesn't like it. That's true. Which okay. is going to spark some really good conversation yeah, because honestly, who cares? Let's talk about it. Um, let's talk. So I love this movie because the plot, there's like, there is a plot, but there's not a plot, if that makes sense. And it's very, Absolutely. it's very, I don't, like, it's incredibly artistic for those of you who have seen it. La, um, Los Angeles is actually one of the main characters in the film, the city yes. itself. The colors are incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed, but Mia starts off in bright colors, and mm-hmm. as the movie ends, her colors begin to fade. Yes. Jazz. Um, jazz. Jazz. Also jazz. Also, Ryan Gosling learned how to play the piano for that movie. But why I love it is because it is the most unrealistic movie you'll ever watch, and yet it is maybe the most realistic movie you'll ever see. If that makes sense. As in, like, you're like, this would never happen. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the end and you're like, oh, shoot. This might actually happen. And I just love... I love the fact that they're not trained singers, which is why a lot of people hate it. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that um, the whole ending sequence just... I don't even... I remember seeing it in theaters for the first time Mm -hmm. and sitting there and just thinking to myself... I wasn't even, like, crying. Oh, I just I just sat there and I was, like, numb. Mm -hmm. I was like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. One kiss could have changed everything. Oh, yes. And that, like, oh my gosh, that messed me up. That, like, I didn't talk to anyone after the movie for, like, ten minutes, which is a lot for Sam. (laughs) He needed time. And I just, I love it so much. I think there's, I think we all want to live Mia and Sebastian's story, but we also don't at the same time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all want to run into that jazz club and you know like you see the piano play and you're like, wow, I just heard you play. Mm -hmm. And then you have this beautiful moment. You know, we all want to live that. And then it's like, whoa, it, she lived that, and now they're not together. And I think yeah. it also has a beautiful message. Also, this is a total spoiler. If you're listening to this podcast, don't listen if you don't like movie spoilers, because we're talking about it anyways. Um, I just love, I love how it, um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Honestly, who cares? <laughs> Honestly, who cares? I forget. Um, but yeah, that's the reason I don't like yeah, La La Land, yeah, actually. Um, so I was like, fine. It wasn't like my favorite. I was fine with it until I watched the end. And I was like, that's not how real life works. Like you don't get to see both of your options. You don't Mm -hmm. get to look back and think that could have been, you look back and you think, what if you don't get to see what could have been. And so that's the reason I really don't like La La Land is because in real life, that's not how it works. And I mean, you, like, throughout your whole life and any experience, you're like, dang, that could have happened or, like, mm-hmm. what would have happened? But you never actually get to see what would have happened mm-hmm. had you made a different decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I think one time uh, one time I was talking with my friends and we were, we asked the question, and this could apply to anything in life, would you rather know and regret or never know and wonder? Mm. And with, with La La Land, it's like, it doesn't answer either of those questions. No. It's like, no, let's do what if this happened instead of, you know, I'd rather know or not know, which in case you're wondering, I would rather know and regret. That's just how I am. Some really? People, some people think that's like a bad thing. That's no. me. I and I have, have, I have done that. I have been like, nope, I'd rather know. And so I know, and then I regret it, but I know. And that's like, right. that's closure for me. I'm so the opposite. I'd closure. rather not know Yeah. because what's the point in knowing what's, what's not. Oh, that's, I mean, Desiree speaking truth. Yeah. Okay. But for, like, us weird type A people, I feel like 
I'm it's totally like type it's closure. A. Mm-hmm. For me, it would be better to know. Really? Yeah. See, I'm so type A that if I knew, it would wreck me. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. What's your movie does? Yeah. I don't want to answer this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me preface this with... I am not a, like, growing up, I did not watch movies, like, okay. not a big, I just recently, like, started watching movies. Mm-hmm. My favorite, I categorize my favorite movie by my favorite rainy day movie. Oh. Okay. Because I don't know, like, I can't pick another one. No, but I like often. that. I really like that, though. So, my favorite rainy day movie, and you can't laugh, I'm not gonna laugh. is Twilight. Okay, yeah. Okay, girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite rainy all? day movie. I love Twilight. It, it's a really fun thing to just watch yes if you need something to watch it doesn't require a lot of brain work it's like cozy and comfy oh so many good men to look at stewart he's there (laughs) (laughs) they're all there (laughs) yeah that's my fave movie i'm not really like movie movie kate movie Mm -hmm. educated Mm -hmm. movie educated i don't i don't like to think that i'm movie educated like i know Mm -hmm. what i like like and then see i don't even know that though i don't really know I no, know. as in, like, I, I watched Fantastic Mr. Fox, yes. and I had no clue who Wes Anderson was. I had uh, no clue about the genre I was about to get into. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was, like, a mm-hmm. young... I think I was in... I was, like, early high school. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know what this is. It's I've read the book when I was... Like, I read the book when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this. I love the vibes of this. And then I realized that was, like, a whole genre mm-hmm. in itself were the Wes Anderson films. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, I watched a Wes Anderson film without knowing what I was watching. Mm-hmm. And See, I, absolutely I don't even lo- know And I loved it. Oh, That's such a good surprise. Yeah. His style is is so unique mm-hmm. it's beautiful oh my gosh the snl parody have you seen the snl's parody no, I haven't. where they do if wes anderson made a horror film oh it is the funniest thing <laughs> and it's like they like write like the murderers like write letters with magazine um cut yes. out letters to the people that they want to kill uh-huh. it is so funny i need to watch that, that um, sounds amazing. i can talk okay so one of my like vintage, <laughs> i can talk <laughs> one of my one of my vintage films okay that i really love um is Breakfast at Tiffany's, mm-hmm. if any of you have ever That's seen that. Minus, I need to preface, not any of the scenes with Mickey Rooney as her landlord because he's playing a Chinese man and Mickey Rooney is not no. Chinese. And also, the thing about that is the movie, it's not like the movie could do without. You could literally cut out every single scene with him and the movie would be absolutely fine. So I don't mm-hmm. know why he's in there. I think they just wanted like a famous person. Mm-hmm. But it's very racially offensive and it's really stupid mm-hmm. and it's pointless. But Breakfast at Tiffany's, like the whole plot and the whole story of Holly Golightly and how she's this girl who literally left her life and left her past behind in order to move to New York City mm-hmm. just to kind of make her life a mess again. And then mm-hmm. when someone comes along that's like, everything she knows she needs but she doesn't want to admit she needs she's mm-hmm. like trying to run away have you ever seen this movie yes yeah like when my favorite line is when they're in the taxi and she's trying to run away again for the third time and he and he looks at her and he goes holly i love you and she says well so what and he says so what so plenty i belong to you you belong to me and she looks at him and goes no people don't belong to people i'm never going to let anybody put me in a cage and he says i don't want to love you i don't want to put you in a cage i want to love you she goes well it's the same thing and that mm-hmm. to me is like the epitome of that film. Oh yeah, is being afraid of being in love, mm-hmm. but also having the desperate fear of being alone. And that's Holly's situation. And I think I know personally, I see a lot of Holly in myself. Like mm-hmm. that's how I am. I'm also afraid of missing out on love, but I'm also afraid of falling in love. And that's how she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I think it's the most like quotable, beautiful film. And it warms oh, it my is heart. very quotable. Yeah. Okay, so if we're talking about vintage movies, has mm-hmm. has anybody seen Sixteen Candles? Yes, of course. With um, what's her name? 
What's her name? Redhead. That actress who plays who plays Molly's mom in the American Girl movie. Oh, <laughs> the yes. fat. Yes, I'm looking Mo- at right Molly Ringwald. Molly, Molly Ringwald. Ringwald, yes. <gasps> and Anthony Michael Hall as yes. Jake Ryan. Okay. Can I just say, this movie, I love 80s movies. Mm-hmm. Favorite. Okay. 80s films by John Bellion. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. Can we... Also John Bellion. Also John Bellion. Okay. Um, <laughs> this movie, when I was younger, I used to be obsessed with this movie. Mm-hmm. So, fun fact. I was like, to my boyfriend, now ex-boyfriend. We need to watch this movie. It's one of my favorites. Like, you're going to love it. I'm going to love it. It's wonderful. Yeah. We sit down and watch it. And it was so incredibly disgusting and racist. Yeah. Have you noticed that? What? Well, you need I, to I, sit down and I watch it again. I watched it once again. and I don't remember it at all. Oh, my gosh. It's so gross. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I was, like, I honestly thought about turning it off. That's how bad it was. But it kind of, like, ruined 16 Candles for me. Yeah, just fun story. That's a, yeah, it's like Breakfast at Tiffany's. I was like, this, without the parts with Mickey Rooney, is honestly one of the most like beautiful films. But I honestly right. feel highly very guilty for enjoying yes. all the other parts because even if I don't personally watch them or support them, and I voice that I don't support them, I feel you know terrible. But I'm like, but the other parts of it are like right. so beautiful, and I love them so much. I mean, I don't know, Sixteen Candles is like beautiful, and you love it so much. But it's like, yeah, I the, movies back then. We're very, very interesting. Yeah, and I'm just figuring that out now. Like, yeah. a lot of stuff I watched younger, now all of a sudden I'm yeah. woke. I definitely yeah. watched a film when I was younger. Uh, it was a Shirley Temple movie, mm-hmm. and she straight up does blackface. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah. And I remember, at like, last year t- being like, Mom, when we watched this movie as kids, like, and I watched it a lot, I was like, she definitely did blackface. Mm-hmm. Granted, she did it to, I think she was, like, hiding from these soldiers and so they were like, oh, you know, paint your face and you'll look like one of our servants and they won't, you know, try to come after you and kidnap you. But I was like, still, what? she did blackface. That does not matter. So I'm like, like the fact that I'm like, as a child, mm-hmm. we were so like numb. We were so this. numb to the, mm-hmm. to what was right. wrong with the world. And we had no clue. And we had no clue. And now when you look back and watch it as an adult, yeah, you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> No, and it's what was I watching? No, and it's like really, really, truly upsetting. I was like, I cannot yeah. believe that this was in my mind because that's an mm-hmm. absolutely horrible thing. I remember in my theater, um, I did I took a theater course in high school, and they were talking mm-hmm. about the history of blackface, and I was just I just started sobbing. I was like, this is the most horrible, horrible thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. because it originated from people wanting to experience African American culture and experience African American music, but they didn't want to be associated with them. So these mm. white men like. I plug Tony Bennett is like mm. one of my favorite singers of all time and I adore him and he is one of the most incredible men ever. He went to one of Nat King Cole's live shows and afterwards he was like, Nat, he's like, Nat, come sit with me, come sit with me. After he was like, I'm so proud of you. And Nat was like, well, Tony, I can't. He's like, why? You just did a show. Everyone applauded for you. Everyone, you know, like was obsessed with it. And he was like, yeah, but I can't come sit with you, which is horrible and that completely breaks my heart that you know it was like people wanted they wanted the experience and they wanted to hear them sing or they wanted to hear nat king cole sing but they didn't want to get near him which is absolutely just it's nothing but heart-wrenching oh my gosh Mm. that's so sad but that's so true about like hip-hop and r&b and everything behind Mm -hmm. all of that and the Mm -hmm. story wow 
Yeah. Also, Nat King Cole. I'm not Nat King Cole. Uh, Tony Bennett marched with Martin Luther King Jr. And they told him not to. They said it would ruin his career. And he Mm -hmm. said, I don't care. And he did. Beautiful. But anyways. What's another one of your favorite movies? What's another one of my favorite movies? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. I don't know. You're talking about like blackface and kind of like social justice and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I thought I was thinking about Spotlight. Have you guys seen Spotlight? No. No. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. You both write for the Sojourn. (laughs) You need to watch this movie. Okay. Um, basically about the Boston Globe. Mm. Have you guys heard of the Boston Globe? Mm. Yeah. Um, it won an Oscar a few years ago for it. Um, it was, so the Boston Globe started this, like, journalism team called Spotlight. And they would... Maybe I actually have... Amy has to have said I think Amy showed it to me before. She's obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. And you can actually, like, go online and find every Spotlight story they've done. But basically, it's like a team of reporters that investigate one like social issue mm-hmm. in Boston for years and they'll like deep go into it deep. So the first one they started off with was uh sexual abuse in the Catholic Church. Yes, I've seen that one. Oh my yeah. gosh. This movie is insane. It's all it's like beautiful and the story's wonderful and the cast is amazing. But it just it kind of like highlights journalism in a different way. Yeah. Especially since journalism is seen as like such a negative thing now yeah and the media um it tells like the true story and it gives the true face Mm -hmm. of journalism yeah Mm -hmm. in the way we want to see it and the way i see journalism is holding a mirror up to society Mm -hmm. like that's what it's supposed to be yeah um and i feel like that movie does it really well so Mm -hmm. i don't know it gave us a good name that's yeah i also feel like that's very similar to this is not a movie this is a series but have you seen making a murder yes have you seen this <laughs> i've you know seen the i've seen the preview for it on netflix but I okay so i actually just finished it last night uh-huh. and that's how like how passionate <laughs> amy is about spotlight yes. is now how i feel about making a murder oh, yeah. like i am so both convicted but also passionate mm-hmm. now i'm mind blown sam you need to watch mm-hmm. it you would love What's it. it about it is about um no spoilers, um, only first episode spoilers. It's about a man who is convicted of rape in Wisconsin, in, like, like downtown Hickville, Wisconsin, like, like what normal people would consider to be, like, country-grown, like, mm-hmm. um, and he's convicted of rape, and he spends 18 years in prison, and the whole time he's like, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, and finally, they do a DNA test, and it proves that he is innocent. And so he gets out of prison after having spent 18 years in prison unjustfully. And then um, basically people are after him. So it's like what happens after he gets out of prison. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's people after him. Mm-hmm. Like to the point Quite. where. Yeah. It's like. Um, the musical... Like it's still it's still modern. It's still yeah. going on. Oh legit. That's like the musical Parade. Have you ever heard of Parade? No. No. Parade is. I, I could be completely wrong. I should say honestly who cares. But like this is actually like if it's a true story that's really sad. It's about a guy who was. Yeah. Uh. He was um, accused of rape, and then he was innocent, and his wife was like, he is innocent, and then mm-hmm. he, something happened where he was, like, going to be free, or he was freed. I hope I'm not butchering this story. Basically, it ended with him being hung, and it might have been, like, by the, like, by the people in that town or something. Mm-hmm. You yeah. would love this yeah. show, then. It's the same guy who wrote The Last Five Years, if you've ever seen that, mm-hmm. with Anna Kendrick. Can we talk about musical theater sometime? Yes. Please. Let's do it now. Fun home. Fun home. What do you think about Fun Home? I saw Ring of Keys at the Tonys. 
Excuse me? Did you go to the Tony? No, no. <laughs> I was you there. Saw it? <laughs> no, I saw it on my TV yes. at the Tonys. Um, and I was blown away by the actresses in that show. The three, mm-hmm. Allison is her name? Yes. The three the Allisons. Three queens. I was blown away mm-hmm. at how in sync they were with one another, and yet mm-hmm. she was a child, a teenager, and a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Also, how it's a true story. Yes. I was blown away. Mm-hmm. My favorite musical is Pippin. Have you ever seen Pippin? Yes. Pippin is the story of a young man who is deathly afraid of living an ordinary life. Oh, same. And he wants to feel like he's important and special. And basically, as cliche as it is, what he learns in the end is that all he really needs in life is to love and be loved. But he tries to find the answer to life in, like, war, Mm -hmm. lust, the flesh, sex. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a a widow named Catherine finds him almost dead on the side of the road. And she kind of brings him back to health a little bit, and then they fall in love. Wow. But it's, like, very much more complex than that. Of That's, course. like, the very general um, vibe. Mm-hmm. Des, what's your favorite musical? Um, I love The Drowsy Chaperone. I've never seen that. We did it, so I was in theater at my high school. Okay. How have um, we not seen that? That's so weird. Um, it was my senior show. It's a show within a show, so it's a man. Oh. It's like set in uh-huh. in like a different time period, mm-hmm. but the humor is like two thousand five, and so it's like a man listening to a musical, mm-hmm. and he's narrating it from his living room in two thousand five. But the musical that you're watching him listen to is like set in like the seven sixties or seventies or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and it's like really ditzy, really funny. Oh, I love Ooh. funny shows. When you can be, like, mm-hmm. really funny in a show. Oh, like, yeah. I saw so Peter in the Shout Star out Patrick. to Lucas Graydon. Good job, Lucas Graydon. Good job, Lucas. Back to movies. Yeah. A <laughs> movie, <laughs> here's a movie that... Did you like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're going back. Um, we didn't know. A movie that, like... I remember I had known about it for years, and then I finally sat down, and I was like, oh, whatever, this seems good. And I was like, oh, I guess it's based on a true story. And it was... One of the best movies I've ever what? seen was Changeling with Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About Christine Collins. Mm-hmm. And her son that. was kidnapped. Her son was in it. Like the whole, um, the whole story had like an official name. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it legitimately, maybe American Horror Story even low key covered it. Like in one of their, in Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. they covered it. It was about all of those boys during the 1920s that got kidnapped mm-hmm. and were taken to this ranch and then they were just all killed one by one but some of them one of them couple of them got out i don't know the guy was psychotic oh yeah this man would just kidnap these boys excuse me and so it tells the true story of of uh christine collins and her son she's a single mom her son was kidnapped do you know the story have you seen changeling i have no idea of the movie this is a very true story well first of all i just want to say angelina jolie this is one of the queen i was actually blown away by her i thought this was the best i've ever seen her she looked um, incredible fun fact but i just this movie changed the way i view everything um also this movie is extremely political but it was a true story so basically it's about yeah this woman named christine and her her little boy is taken um he's taken one night i mean she she's gone for like half of the day and she comes back and he's gone she can't find him so obviously she contacts the police. The police mm-hmm. keep searching for weeks and weeks and weeks. Eventually they low key just stop searching, but she keeps getting on their case. She's like, "Why have you guys? Why are you guys not looking? Like, oh, we're looking, we're looking." Mm-hmm. And so then one day they've 
you don't know it yet, but they've basically had enough of her. So they find some random orphan, and probably an orphanage, I believe, and they give it, they go, here's your son. She goes, what on earth are you talking about? That's not my son. They Wait. go, and they go, yes, it is. They said, you're, and this is a true story. They said, you're just going crazy. They're like, it's been a while. And she wants it to be so bad. And so, and she's like, this is Whoa. not my son. So even when like, she's in the privacy of her, of her own home with this boy, she's like, who are you? I you're like not it, yeah. my son. Mm -hmm. Um, and she like has proof after proof that it's not her boy. That's kind of creepy, actually. Wait, did this really happen? This really happened. And so then what happens is she is like, this is not my son to the police. They're like, you are crazy. She goes before the media and she says, this boy that my that the police brought is not my son. So what did the police do? Back then, they throw her into an asylum because they think she's crazy. And she it's meets- It's like making a murder, kind of. She mm -hmm. meets other women in there who stood up against You're the police. There's one girl who- I believe was a, either like a dancer or a prostitute or something, and a policeman went too far. She tried to turn him in. They threw her into the. You're she's crazy. actually played by Holly from The Office. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can we talk about yeah. the Office? <laughs> the office. this weekend. So she oh. no. So she um, so she kind of does. She's in this asylum, and of course they're giving her pills. You know, like tying her down, and you know, like treating her like she's insane. Long story short, a reverend hears her story. Uh -huh. They a boy escapes from the farm, from the ranch, and uh -huh. comes back, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I don't know what happened to your son." And the movie kind of ends with on the screen it says she died looking for her son, like she got out, but yeah, she oh, never found him. Oh, I just him. got chills. Oh my god! But she lived every day trying to find him, and this is a true story. That is so about yeah horrible. Isn't that terrifying? Do you know like how many boys were taken it was to this ranch? At least five. That Obviously, the movie is rated R, and you know what's really funny is the language isn't horrible in the movie mm -hmm. at all, and there's, like, nothing... I think there's nothing, like, sexy about the film, but, like, the whole concept of what happened and the fact that it's a true story, really disturbing. Like, Very. And they even... Oh, I forgot. They catch him. They arrest the guy, and she, like, tries to meet with him mm -hmm. to ask... She's like, where's my son? And even on when he's on death penalty, oh he, like, refuses to tell her. Yeah. And then he, like, oh. kind of even makes fun of her for it. Like he he will he refuses to talk oh and it's that's like that man who um, Kathleen, what is her last name? Is that Zindler Zeller? I have no clue. Uh, from Making a Murder. Yeah. Uh, so she represented a a man who gave her con like test like written testimonies of like over forty murders or something, and he was like, "You just can't." And because of mm -hmm. lawyer client privilege, she was not allowed to say anything until he died. What? Mm. So she had to hold all these written testimonies, mm. and then the day he died in prison, she had to go in front of the press and read them, and all these yeah, families were just like, no, oh, no crap, way. that was my daughter. No way. Yeah. But that movie changed my life. <laughs> like, um, that movie, I watched it, and I was like, that... We should watch that together That's sometime. Oh, it's, it's, it's one of the most intense, but it also... Mm -hmm. I think it was Clint Eastwood directed it, unless mm -hmm. I'm wrong. But, so like, I just... I'm like, I could not imagine Angelina Jolie, like, you have to take on that role. Of this real woman, mm. and but I, her story. that's totally. Oh yeah, she did. Like there was she just a part where she was that. like, she's like screaming at, I believe, um, the guy who killed, who probably killed her son, and she like has pinned him up against a wall, and she's like screaming at his face. She's like, "What did you do to my son?" What? And she's like screaming at him because the whole movie, the whole movie, she's so calm. Yeah, Being right. the Angelina Jolie, she is like, okay. she's very like. When she's like talking to the press, she's like in the rain, and she's like, "The police brought back a man, who, a boy who is not my son." As she's like keeping it very <laughs> chill, but then she loses it. She loses it at one point, where she mm -hmm. like begs the boy. She's like, "Who are you? 
Like, what on earth are you... I just can't get... Like, aside from this whole story, like, the fact that you bring a random child into yep, your home, right. that's weird to me. And he's even like, Mommy, hi. <gasps> and, and, no! And then, and then he tells her later, he's like, he's like, they told me to. Like, it's... Because oh, it was the 1920s. You could right. you could do anything you wanted. And he just wanted out first, of that orphanage. Like, like, she's crazy at first. Like, it really is yeah, the Yeah, because it had been a while. Oh, my God. That is... It's really intense. Oh! But I love Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> uh, Twilight, everybody. <laughs> but also, to come back to it, I love Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yeah. Any uh, closing thoughts, Sarah Kirk? Um, closing thoughts? Yeah. Um, everybody look up Lucas Hedges. Okay. Next. Is he... What's he in? What's his... Thank you, man. everything. Okay. Boy Erased. Okay. Mid-90s. Lady Bird. Um, what's Which that you one? Were in, Wes Anderson. You were yeah, in Lady the one Bird. that I was in. We also, Lady Bird watched it on the plane to Italy. A phenomenal it movie. It is beautiful. Like, uh huh. She lets people know that they're not alone. As in, like, we're all yes, Lady, we were all Lady Bird in high school. Relatable. Age. Like, someone asked me, like, was it really good? I said, yeah. They said, what's it about? And I said, um, it's literally just about an angsty high school girl. Yes. And that is. And truly, that's all it is. That is truly the only plot, but it's one of the best movies. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, have so many movies now that I have to go watch. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Watch Lady Bird. You can watch it with Brady. <laughs> okay, watch <laughs> Changeling. Yeah. Yeah, watch Changeling. I need to watch Angelina that. Jolie. Yes. Watch Beauty and the Beast again. The again. ending of Brexit at Tiffany's in the taxi. Yes. Oh. Iconic. My favorite yes. part in that movie is when they're at the bar and in Brexit at Tiffany's and she looks at, um, no, he, Paul, um, um, sorry, yeah, Paul Varjak, the character, he looks at her in the bar and he goes I love you and she looks back at him with her sunglasses on and she goes what? somebody just got home oh somebody give me your footprints somebody, there's a ghost in my house it's TMZ <laughs> they're coming no and they're at the bar and he looks at her and he goes I love you and then she looks back at him with her sunglasses on and goes thanks yes, <laughs> yes I've seen that on the internet okay oh, I love it so much. yes <laughs> bye everybody bye, bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Honestly, Who Cares? Join us next week when we'll talk about... Wait a minute. <laughs> we don't even know that. But honestly, who, who cares? cares?